What's up, Fantasy Kingdom? Welcome back to the Fantasy Kings podcast. I'm your host, The Peas, joined with my co-host, Kalito. Kalito, say what up. What's up, everybody? What's up, my man, Peas? How are you? Doing great, man. How about yourself? Doing great. Happy to be here. Get excited about today. Hell yeah. Well, what we're doing today is we're going to continue our discussion on the ECR rankings. That's those expert consensus rankings that we have out there today. We're going to be going over the top 12 tight ends. And yeah, it should be a good discussion. Absolutely. No surprises. Why don't, uh, why don't you jump off your, your golden boy? Sounds good. Hey, everyone knows who the number one tight end is. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. It's Travis Kelsey. He's number one across the board. He's got he's finished in the top two the last five years, which is just ridiculous. And I see no reason for that to stop this year. Um, and neither do the experts. In an auction league, I see him going for 25% of the budget at least. Maybe even higher. But if you want Kelsey, you got to at least budget 25%. If you got high hopes, uh, you're definitely going to be paying for it. Um, 25%, 20%, 30%. If you get anything less than 25%, I think you get a steal. Absolutely. Uh, but overall, um, I think you're right. Uh, I'll go with the number two guy is Mark Andrews. Um, flying offense of the Ravens. Um, honestly, he's a stud. He's a target monster. He gets literally all the work. Um, I'm a fan. I think he'll do better this year because he didn't really get the touchdowns from last year. But uh, well, Lamar missed a lot of time. Um, that's true. <laughs> uh, but I'm comfortable with him. You know, I think really a couple of tight ends could be max. Um, you know, 20 to 25 percent. I think him's going to be really between 15 to 20 percent tops. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a good number for him. Is in the is is in the 20 percent ballpark, uh, which brings us to number three, which is T.J. Hawkinson, who's a guy that. Put up a lot of huge games last year. I think he had three finishes as the tight end one each week. One's just like a 44-point monster. Um, and he had a couple duds, but overall, I, I like his ranking right now as the ECR three. I think he, he's got a good chance of meeting that. Uh, you know, the Minnesota Vikings have a really good offense. They've got Justin Jefferson, Kirk Cousins underrated, especially when you consider fantasy points. So I see him also going in that 18 to 20% range. Yeah, he's good. He's he's on a, a good offense uh, that's definitely going to be looking to the tight end towards that uh, end zone. So, Especially on fourth and eight. He'll <laughs> throw a little dumper to him. Hilarious. Uh, next guy, I'm going to go ahead and start with uh, some Kittles and Bits. Um, stomp in there. He's good at the number four spot. Um, I'm a fan. He's part of a solid team top to bottom, right? Um, I think as much shares as you can get off of a Kyle Shanahan offense, I think that you want to be a part of that. Um, I think maybe a couple years ago he had a little bit more buzz. I thought people thought he could overtake Kelsey, which you know that wasn't going to happen. I thought it could happen, but I kind of didn't also at the same time. Um, I could see this guy going for maybe about 20% tops. I think I'm comfortable between like the 15 to you know 18% personally for me. Yeah, for Kittle, that sounds about right. I have to agree with you there. Um, so moving to number five, we got Kyle Pitts, who is an athletic freak. But he has been a less than stellar fantasy a option. Underwhelming. The first yeah, I mean, it, it, I don't know. I mean, we're all you know. It's, it kind of reminds me a little bit of the Russell Wilson, where like let Russ cook. It's like it's like let Pitts cook kind of thing because he he doesn't get enough red zone targets. Everybody knows that. And no one, there's not, yeah, we don't know the why. The buzz was there, the results were not. He's still, I mean, don't get me wrong, he's had two pretty solid seasons. It's just his touchdown numbers are so depressed. It's like, well, that's got to go up. And it's like, well, we're on the third year now. Is it going to happen? So, but anyway, he's at number five. I would see him. He's the guy that I would 
I would, I'd be comfortable with him at around 15%, but he, I probably wouldn't go 16. Like that's where I see him just because of all that for me. I think that's a fair assessment. Um, same thing with a guy right after I'm about to name drop is uh Godert from, uh, uh Goddard. Mm-hmm, from the Philadelphia Eagles. I, I feel comfortable max, you know, around 15% for him. But I like him more than the name that you just dropped. Just because, one, he's part of a better team. Better mm-hmm. offense. They're going to throw up points. They're going to put up you know, anywhere from 28 points to 35 points a game. Easily. Um, I think it's going to be a little bit boomer bust. A little bit guesstimating whether it's going to be his game or not. But I think he'll be a little consistent. So I'm comfortable spending about 15%. If I can get lower than that, I'm going to try to do so. Yeah, in my rankings, I have I have Pitts and Goddard pretty close. I mean, again, this is based off of the ECR, um, the expert consensus ranking. So it's one of those, like, in my opinion, after Kelsey, Kelsey's the top tier, and then two through six is the next tier, right? Yeah, I think Kelsey's so they're, they're almost interchangeable. Yeah, a couple tiers, and then it kind of falls off. But all right, so number seven, we've got Darren Waller, recently traded to the New York Giants from Waller. the Las Vegas Raiders, and I think. It's one of those things where you gotta factor in the injury because he's been hurt. He's missed so many games the last couple of years that it's hard to really trust him. But when he's on the field, he's he's like as almost as good as Travis Kelsey. He's put up monster numbers when he's playing. But the problem is he hasn't. I think he played like four games last year, which was disastrous because he was the third tight end going. So for me on Waller, I'm looking. I mean, I might. I might take a flyer at him around 12-13%, but I yeah, I wouldn't feel great about it. I agree. I think if he's on and he's healthy, I think you're going to be fine because just who are they going to throw to in New York? Who's going to be the main guy? Yeah. Uh, after him, I'm going to go with uh, at number eight, Pat Fryermuth. I think that's uh, well-deserved there. Um, I think he's, you know, a target monster, at least when he's on, like, certain drives, you know, where they're just going to target him straight. Um, for this guy, I think once you get, you know, in the bottom half of the top 10 or top 12, if you will, I mean, I really am not looking to spend more than 12%. And that's just hoping that I get him a 10%, you know, of my overall budget that's either between 200 and 300, but knowing the bidding sometimes doesn't work out. So I think he's a solid guy at number eight. I think he's solid as well for me. Honestly, after the top seven, after Waller, there's another kind of gap for me. And I probably wouldn't spend, honestly, more than, like, 5%. Right. That's just personal preference. Um, so, number nine, we've got Evan Ingram, who had a great year last year. Um, but, I, you know, I he's another guy that I'm spending around 5 6% on. Not much. Just because, yeah, he had a good year. He is a good player. But the I think the Jacksonville offense is going to be highly dynamic with uh, Calvin Redley coming in, Trevor Lawrence a year more in the into the system and uh, you know he could have a fine year but i'm not willing to spend too many resources to get that because it's going to be a it's going to be a hit missing in my opinion yeah you gotta account for that and i'll just account for you know 10 percent at the number 10 spot that's max <laughs> that i'm willing to pay um i like to keep it simple simple minded 10 percent 10 um david Njoku. he's part of the cleveland browns he got paid he's talented he's athletic he's big is he gonna get the target share I mean, I hope so. Uh, I think comfortably, I think people could spend between 5 to 10%, but no way would I spend more than 10% on him. But I think this, the skill set is there. Yep. And, I, I, you know, I agree. It's just one of those things is, is Deshaun Watson going to be back? 
right? If he can get back to form, despite what you might think of him personally, if he's a, if he's back to form, you know, he's supported top tight ends for fantasy before. Right. Um, which brings us to number 11, which is Okonkwo. Now, you know, for me at this point, I'm not spending any more than one or two bucks, regardless, you know, whether that's, you know, 1%, 2%, you know, whatever it is. I'm not going over a buck or two for Okonkwo. And then that's not, that's not a shot at him. It's just if I'm going to wait that long on tight end, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not. I'm going to go get a couple guys instead of just one. Yeah, you probably already spent most of your budget. <laughs> most of your wad has already been blown. Um, and I will, you know, go with the, the final spot of Dalton Schultz. Um, I think I'm around the same mindset as you. I think max 5%, but really, I mean, I'm looking to spend a few bucks at yeah. most. Um, I just think that like if I'm really hurting, I'll go like three or four bucks. If right. I'm like if I'm like, man, I really need a tight end for Oconquo or Schultz or anyone below that. I'm like, all right, let me try to get one and then I can kind of like play the matchups. But I'm not looking to do that with a lot of money. Right. And I think for like my strategy and I brought this up in a previous episode, I think uh, if you're not within a certain top tier of these tight ends, I like to just kind of grab a couple at a cheap price. And then I'll just alternate and play and the matches. Wa- and watch the waiver wire. Yeah, and I think that that's a perfect guy uh, that you can do that. So yep. I think anyone that's going to be after 10, I mean, logically, a couple bucks, a dollar, I think that's fine. See if you can grab one or two. And then just hope that one of them you just you know threw, uh, threw a dart and it, and it stuck. Yep. All right. So that is going to bring us to the end of our tight end episode. Colin, what do you think? Any final thoughts on that? Uh, no, I think it's great. I think this is a key position. I think that sometimes you have to put it in your plan, whether you're going to go directly for a top tier tight end or, or whether you're just going to say, hey, I'm going to go for the, those late round flyers. Yeah, I agree, because tight end is one of those solo positions like kicker, defense and quarterback where you just get to play one. So it's it, it is a hit or miss position. Right. So navigating that properly is what you toughest need to position every year. Yep. All right, so that's going to wrap us up. Please make sure to like and subscribe to the Fantasy Kings podcast. And remember, when you play fantasy, you play for the crown. Thank you. We'll catch you guys on the next episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fantasy Football Kings. You can always reach out to us on Twitter at FFB underscore Kings or like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're available wherever you get podcasts. So don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars.